In order to retire successfully, you'll need vision. You'll also need a plan to execute that vision. Welcome to Retirement Pathfinder with Barbara Lane and Phil Gusky. On today's show, we'll give you the tools you need to navigate unique challenges you'll face in retirement. It's time to chart your financial future. Retirement Pathfinder starts now. Well, glad to have you back on the Retirement Pathfinder. I'm Ben George alongside Phil Gusky and Barbara Lane over at Pathfinder Wealth Management there in Rockford. And today we're going to talk about procrastination. That's going to be the main topic we'll focus on. But I know that it's probably important to get started with a little bit of what's happening right now. And we've kind of touched on the economy a little bit, Barbara and Phil, but I know we want to get into a little bit more today. So we'll do that to start things off. But how are you both? Oh, we're doing well. In fact, we're getting ready for the uh, autumn season here and things yep. are starting to cool down here in the Midwest a little bit sooner than we had predicted, which is, uh, I think we're going to have a, uh, you know, kind of a short summer and an early autumn. That would be okay with me. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're, we're, uh, we're getting ready for a client event, Phil, this, uh, this coming Thursday. So yes. that's tomorrow. Well, yeah. that'll be nice. We haven't had a client event since, um, gosh, prior to COVID. So that'll be, oh, that'll wow. be good. Yeah, that is awesome. Glad that you're able to do that again. And and hopefully that becomes the norm once again for you both. But I know all, all eyes right now are on the economy. I know that the recent Inflation Reduction Act was passed as well. So there's a lot of news happening right now. But what are y'all watching? Well, you know, most of the information that we have comes from First Trust. Uh, it's a very trusted uh, source for uh, conservative economists. And uh, Brian Westbury there says that the biggest problems with regard to inflation aren't really being addressed properly by our government. What the government is doing, of course, is raising interest rates, thinking that that's going to quell inflation, whereas, in fact, the biggest source of inflation, the reason behind it is an increase in what they call M2, which is the money right. supply. <laughs> and, of course, we've had huge uh, COVID-related uh, increases in money supply. PPP was a biggie. And uh, now we've just had the latest Inflation Reduction Act, which is going to um, have the government produce another $375 billion of additional money supply. The problem with money supply is the fact that you have all this money going out and uh, more money chasing fewer goods and services. They're just not available. So you have the cost of goods and services going up as a result of that because they're in high demand, low yeah. supply. And so that is really spurring on inflation and will continue to spur on inflation. So what um, increasing the M2 supply really does is it does two things. Number one, uh, it increases the government debt. And what we're doing is really putting that debt on the shoulders of future generations, which is not fair to them. Uh, it's not going to be resolved by our generation. The can's going to be kicked down the road to the next one to resolve all this debt, which has to be paid back at some time. The other thing is it does not really reduce inflation. In fact, it will actually cause inflation. And that has been really pointed out by some of the um, government agencies that are really watchdogs over what the government spends within the government itself. So our particular uh, views to our clients is the fact that, hey, the government is going the wrong way. This administration is setting up the wrong scenario for calling inflation. I think we're going to see more of it in the future. So be prepared. I think, uh, well, that's all the more reason too, Phil, that our clients need to be well diversified to combat inflation, which is the main reason people invest to begin with. Oh, absolutely. In fact, what's happened here recently, in fact, people don't know this, is that uh, $25 billion of student loans have been forgiven for 563,000 borrowers. 
25 billion of loans, college loans. No, that's what expected to go to what the, the, the total forgiveness is. They're talking 300 billion. Well, yeah, that's what their their plan is to go to 300 billion being forgiven. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I'd like to have my mortgage reduced uh, or eliminated, wouldn't you, Barb? Absolutely. Or my car payments. <laughs> yep. Why college payments? And in fact, really, it doesn't go to the, the folks that need it the most. Uh, if you think about it, uh, most of these uh, families that are qualifying for these college loans can't afford to pay these college loans. It's not that they cannot afford to pay it, they can. And so it's going in exactly the wrong direction again. But that's just a, an example of how the government is, is flooding the market with, with money that's going to have to be repaid at some point in the future. It's not a free lunch. Well, you know, the 40% of college kids don't graduate. Oh, really? So well, then that means that, you know, if they get minimum wage jobs and we've just, uh, uh, the taxpayers have taken on additional debt for kids that don't even graduate. Yep. Yep. So that's the update on the, uh, the latest for inflation from our department. Well, there's a lot, lot, lot happening right now. And, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of spending still out there, but I know there we'll is, be, mm-hmm. we'll be tracking it with you both. And we appreciate the insight that you provide on the show, but I know we'll have, I'm sure more news as the year progresses that we'll try to keep you up to speed on and, and, uh, and ready to go with that. But, you know, I think about our topic today kind of ties into the government a little bit procrastination, right? I think, uh, <laughs> kicking the can down the road, I guess maybe yes. is a good way to put it. Um, yeah, not only does the government do it, we do it too. <laughs> yep, exactly. We're all guilty of it, uh, to a, probably to a lesser degree, or at least on a small, on a smaller scale for each of us, but there's always yeah. an aspect of our life, right. That we, procrastinate in. Um, we're all guilty of it. But for people that deal with their finances, it can be a big issue later on in life. So we want to talk about that today and and why procrastination happens, what people use as an excuse for that most often, and why it can be very dangerous. But we also want to provide some ways to overcome these procrastination items. If you're guilty of it for any of these, we want to help you uh, see how you can overcome this with your financial planning. So I want to begin, Barbara and Phil, with one that I'm sure a lot of people are probably guilty of, right? They saw their parents have a very successful retirement without doing a lot of planning. So they believe, hey, for me, it's going to be much of the same. My parents were fine without worrying about planning too much, so I'm sure it will be for me. So I'm not going to worry about it right now. Well, thinking about our parents' generation, you know, the, the, what we call the greatest generation, Barb, I don't know about you, but when I was growing up in my household as a kid, my parents always had some kind of a saying for every situation. How about this? Children should be seen and not heard. Yep. That's a, that's a biggie. Yeah. <laughs> or big boys don't cry. Yep. That's another one. Did you ever hear that one, Ben? Yeah. Big I heard boys both don't of those. cry. Yep. Okay. <laughs> uh, how about this one? Uh, there are starving kids in China, so eat everything on your plate. Yeah. Eat your peas. Yep, yep, yes. Exactly. Yes. I still use that uh, with my daughter too. So, yeah. Oh, that's good. Well, well, here's one I know that you hadn't heard about, Ben, because it, it really wouldn't really pertain to your generation as much as ours, but never leave home without a dime in your pocket. That's a good, that's a one so I didn't why, heard why do you think, why do you think mom recommended that? Uh, phone call. Ben? Do you have any? There oh, you go. I'm, a I'm, dime yes. for a phone call. I'm still familiar. It was a quarter for me. I'm still familiar though with paper. Yes, <laughs> People these days have no idea though. I'm sure kids these days. Well, you know, it's amazing that you you know about that. Um, somebody had told you there were something called pay phones out there on the corner one, one time in our, <laughs> in our past, but you know, the big rule around our household was, you know, never talk about how much money dad makes, which led me to believe that we don't discuss money, period. And my parents never really talked about retirement planning, at least formal retirement planning. But I'm going to push back here with this premise that uh, this generation never did financial planning. They really did. And because the greatest generation, if you look around, they retired in relative comfort, even though they didn't any 
didn't do any formal financial planning. And I think the plan was, was fairly simple for most plan, uh, families in that generation because they believed the following. Number one, stay out of debt. That was a biggie. Number two, pay cash for stuff. And if you can't pay, you don't buy. So yes, they're very reluctant true. to incur debt or credit, credit uh, debt. And number three, make sure the mortgage is paid off prior to retirement. Now, now the big rule around our household, and I think most uh, of my generation, was live within your means because poverty is just around the corner. Yeah, I heard that one too. Yeah, and the reason they said that is because they went through the depression. Yeah. And so all their planning was really done out of fear more than anything else, that they didn't want to run out of resources. So when they retired, uh, they could get by on just Social Security and a pension. But two things happened uh, in our particular era that really has changed things and made careful financial planning necessary. The first is what we call the ERISA Act of 1974. And that's where the, it was now the employee's responsibility to fund their own pensions through contributing to a 401k, a 403b, or some other type of savings plan. Today, only 14% of all the private companies out there have a pension, You know, the traditional pension we're talking about. And so we call this the accumulation phase, where people need to put money aside. They need to do it knowingly. They need to be disciplined about it. And it has to be done in a strategic manner. So they need to get help in that regard. And I talk to a lot of employers that when I ask them the question, are your employees getting the type of financial knowledge and information they need to plan well for retirement. They always say, no, they don't. Right. You know, their provider will come by once or twice a year and that's it. The second thing that's changed is the threat of longevity. Now, notice I said the threat of it. Gosh, could you live to 120? It's possible, but it's a threat in this regard that you could run out of money before you run out of time. So during this period of time, we call it the decumulation period where the money is being paid out from your pension or your 401ks. Due to medical science, life expectancy is going up. Now, get this, Ben. Life expectancy for men increased by 20 and a half years. It went from uh, 58 and a half years in 1920 for somebody born in 1920 to 79.3 in 2009. And so that's 20 years of extended longevity. The threat of living too long mm -hmm. requires sustained savings to overcome things like increased taxes, healthcare costs, and basic living expenses. The biggest fear we find, Barb, among baby boomers is outliving their funds today. So, you know, let us answer your questions about prolonging your income in retirement in a 15-minute confidential complimentary consultation. All you have to do is go to pathfinderchat.com, and we'll go ahead and answer any questions you have about planning to prolong your income in retirement. Yeah, very good. You know, it's kind of funny when you're mentioning uh, in your household too, Phil, because my grand, well, my one grandpa retired from the railroad. He had a pension and social security, and my grandma was a stay-at-home mom. Mm -hmm. And they seemed by all, all means to us that they lived a pretty comfortable lifestyle. Well, my dad managed a men's clothing store, so there was no pension, but he died at a young age. Finances weren't any of our business in the, in the household. Oh, that's right. Yep. They, just, they, they never talked about money around us. In fact, it was a hush conversation on purpose. And actually, it was none of our business is, uh, is right. the long and short of it. Um, but today, I talk about saving with my daughter all the time. You know, talk with your kids because it's not taught in school, but, but nothing happens without a plan. Nothing's successful. Yeah, it's, it's so important to plan, but things are so different. It's, it is funny to think back on a lot of the things that our parents did and, and, and how it's changed quite a bit for us. Mm -hmm. But um, um, yeah, that's one you sure. cannot procrastinate on. All right. 
Here's a good one, too. I don't know who to listen to. So, you know, I, I can understand for a lot of people, they don't know who to turn to, right? There's there's voices everywhere you look now, right. so you don't know who to trust and, and, and where to look. So how do you help someone that doesn't know who to listen to? Yeah, it's very, very true. Uh, it's a valid statement, Ben. You know, when I Google how to start with retirement planning, I get <laughs> 206 million results. Pretty intimidating. Wow. You know, you, you're going to want to work with a fiduciary firm one that's acting in the best interest of the client, not the best interest of the company or the companies they represent, and work with someone who specializes in retirement planning. Those areas would include investment management, income planning, Social Security and Medicare, your estate planning and protection, and tax planning. And here at Pathfinder, we have a five-area process. You don't want to shortcut any of those or leave them out. Uh, You can't take anything for granted and just hope things will work out in retirement. You only get one retirement. Mm-hmm. Your retirement age will, is going to affect your retirement income. All the more reason to see a specialist now so you know how much to save and, and when you can retire. And I've seen people coming in here before, like you do, Phil, and that have plenty of money and they're still worried that they're going Absolutely. to run out of money. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're in the workforce, you contribute to a company plan and it's mindless because it'll be years before you need it. It's on autopilot and you don't even have to think about it. Another uh, uh, thought process here is that you want to think about uh, personalities because they play a big part. You'll be working with this person for years when you retire, so you want to feel comfortable with this person and trust their decision-making. You want to meet regularly as there will be adjustments along the way, and you have to like that person. Mm -hmm. We all have what we call that sixth sense or our gut feeling and, and go with it. If it doesn't feel right, well, then maybe it's not. Call or schedule a meeting for us. As a matter of fact, right now, get on pathfinderchat.com and our calendar will pop up and just schedule a 15-minute call. We'll, we'll give you a call. And you know, if you think about it, when you go to the doctor, you're going to pay whether you know he's, he's able to help you or not. Here, this is complimentary. We don't know if we can help you, but if we can't, in that 15 minutes time, maybe we can point you in the right direction. Uh, but take it one step at a time with your planning and it won't be so overwhelming. We meet with new clients when designing a plan several times. We cover one area at a time, so it won't be so overwhelming, but it doesn't just start and stop with your 401k. You know, the other thing I would recommend too to folks is don't necessarily go with big names like the big Wall Street firms Mm. uh, and think you're going to get competent financial planning, financial advice from them. Many of them are not really true fiduciaries. And uh, I found that out very, very early in my career uh, when I went to work for some big name companies. You can go to smaller firms and and, uh, they can be... uh, super qualified to give you the kind of advice you need. Uh, one of the things I would recommend you do is go to the government uh, site called FINRA and check and see what uh, whether these firms have got uh, some disciplinary problems in the past that's important to know about, uh, how long they've been in business, uh, details that they collect about these firms. And that's probably going to be more useful than going to a brand of sorts. Yeah. You want to, you know, those, so, you know, big companies, you, you know, the question still is going to be, are you getting unbiased information? That's right. That's right. We're not saying that's, that's all big name companies, but you have to be very careful not to gravitate toward the names, the big names, uh, because of the marketing dollars right. that they put into it. Yeah. It's, it's, it can be so challenging for people to, to figure it out. I, I was actually surprised, Barbara, that you didn't have more results <laughs> that popped up when you searched for retirement planning. <laughs> I thought they might even be in the billions, but it just speaks to how much information is out there right now. All right. Uh, what about this excuse for why people like to procrastinate with their finances? I'm just too busy. I don't have I'm enough too time. Busy. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just don't know how I can carve it out of my schedule to sit down and actually pay attention to my finances. 
Well, yes. In fact, what is procrastination? Well, it's to put off intentionally the doing of something that should be done. So it's interesting that most people don't see the consequence of procrastination until it's too late. And somehow many of us, including me, uh, confuse the difference of what is imperative with what is advisable. Okay, advisable versus imperative. Now, let me give you a couple of examples. It's advisable to listen to the weather report if you plan on going to the beach oh, or on a picnic, yeah. right? <laughs> but it's imperative to file your income taxes. You, bet. you better do that. It's advisable to take a shower in the morning, but it's imperative that you stop at a red light. <laughs> <laughs> so simply, it's the difference between what you should do and what you must do. Now, all this seems rather basic, but many don't see the connection between putting money away for their future needs Knowing, uh, known as retirement, uh, because you know they need to put money into a structured plan, because that money that goes into that structured plan for retirement will uh, actually determine whether in retirement they're going to have hot dogs or steaks for dinner. Yep. Right now, that's kind of in a little bit of a humorous way, but more importantly, will they have enough to purchase life-saving drugs and healthcare later on? Those are the huge differences that careful planning does. Now, here's a little story that will illustrate the point more uh, personally. The first time our family took a cruise, uh, we went on our what became our favorite cruise line now, Royal Caribbean. Ben, did you ever go on a Royal Caribbean cruise? Are they still around? They are. They are yeah, still around. Still, yeah. I've never, still never cruised before, though. Oh, okay. You need to do either. that sometime. But uh, when, when we got on this cruise, they had something called a lifeboat drill. And I thought it was really kind of silly. It was inconvenient. We were all standing around there with these hot, sweaty, you know, uh, life jackets on. And some guy was droning away on the inter intercom about, you know, how to get into a boat, how to lower the boats. Kind of like it, on the airlines, actually. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's <laughs> reading the magazine while they're giving you uh, instructions that are supposed to save your life, right? Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm standing there. I'm going, well, this is really ridiculous to go through this thing. But then I recalled a movie that I saw as a kid, and it was called The Night to Remember. And it was about the sinking of the Titanic and the loss of life because they didn't have enough lifeboats, mm -hmm. you know, and the ones that they did have, they didn't know how to operate the ones uh, that they were lowering into the water. And hundreds and I think thousands of people died in that, in that disaster. But that realization, seeing that picture, that movie prompted me to participate fully in the lifeboat mm. drill, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, would it be an overstatement to say that retirement planning done now rather than procrastinating, is getting into a lifeboat to be saved from the financial consequences that will come later. Think about that. You know, you're going to be forearmed if you know about what to do when you take action. Now, Barbin, you and I have dealt with so many people that have come into our firm, and they admitted that they waited too long before putting money away into a 401k, or they never even did so. They procrastinated thinking that the days of scarcity would never come. Right. So our offer to you is to find out if you put enough money away to sustain your income in retirement. And all you have to do is go to pathfinderchat.com. We'll give you a 15-minute complimentary confidential consultation, answer your questions, find out if you have that money set aside. You know, yeah, I'm too busy. I, I, all I thought of to begin with was all, we all have the same 24 hours. We do, yep. You know, so you have to decide how and when it's important to you. But like you said, Phil, oftentimes we've seen people within five years even of retirement, and sometimes they have to hear that they're going to need to work a little bit longer without knowing and having an actual plan 
You have mm-hmm. to have a plan, and it's just a guess. So my my uh, suggestion is just to set aside time on a weekend or an hour just to discuss things like where you'll live. You know, what do you want to do in retirement? Do you have hobbies to do together or separate if you're married? When there's no more earned income, everything is coming from what you save for retirement mm-hmm. and maybe some social security. I mean, every penny, unless you have a pension. And depending on if it's a government pension or a private, you may have to plan for inflation if there's no annual COLA. So I'd say make a plan to plan, and then you're just taking it in baby steps. Yep. Uh, get into the lifeboat right now. There you go. <laughs> get into the lifeboat. Good one, yes. <laughs> Don't put it off. Yeah. <laughs> So important. All right. Um, I got one more here on the list for procrastination. Uh, people that are perfectionists that, you know, they don't think they'll ever achieve that perfection. And they, they just get so caught up in trying to be perfect with their financial plan. But we know how things are always shifting with life, right? And, and with planning. So they just have that feeling that I'll never get there. So I don't even want to bother starting. Well, you know, I can make this a little simple for this person, you know, and, and first question is, what is a perfectionist when it comes to retirement planning? Because a retirement plan shouldn't be constantly shifting, you know, as, as, uh, as is stated, adjustments need to be made periodically to allow for income needs and, you know, major life changes, but should not be constantly changing. It sounds like this person is a do-it-yourselfer. And if that's the case, what are you constantly changing? Investment selection? And if so, that's market timing, and that's never a good plan for retirement. There's been enough research on market timing, and, and Phil, we've done plenty of podcasts on Delbar Research. And yep. You know what that proves, but since 1994, Delbar Research studies investor behavior over periods of time and finds the average investor earns below average returns. For 20 years, ending December 2019, the S&P 500 index averaged over six percent a year. The average equity investor earned a market return of only four and a quarter percent. Why? Because there's, they're too often buying and selling and buying and selling mm-hmm, at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. With that said, when you have a retirement plan in place to give you the income you need for life, because income planning is the most important, then you stick with it, provided you're allocated properly, not high risk and adjusted for inflation and taxation. And all of those areas are in a complete retirement plan. And you don't make major changes in the plan unless you have major changes in life, little tweaks along the way. But as far as it being perfect, well, if you have a plan in place, there's your plan. Yeah, exactly. In fact, really, Barb, if you think about it, you can't really land 100% on what you're going to spend your first year in retirement. That is very true. People you know, spend more, don't they? They really do. They spend more the first year. And so what we encourage our clients to do is, is just to expect that the first year you need to set aside some extra money to make sure that you've got enough to cover those expenses and bills that really um, will come to you through either uh choices of your own that you make on your own or unexpectedly. And so I, we want to make sure that you have enough money to cover that. So it's not an exact science, but we can give you some parameters to operate by. And it's important to give us a call and go on our pathfinderchat.com for a 15-minute consultation uh, to answer some of these questions about how to plan, make sure you have an adequate funds set aside for income and retirement. Yeah, and I just want to add too with that pathfinderchat.com, folks, that, you know, that is for uh, to talk with Phil or I briefly. But, you know, if we can't, uh, we've been in this business long enough to know that if there's something that we can't help you with, we likely can point you in the right direction. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, there's going to be some areas that you're going to need some additional help in. Mm -hmm. Yep. Start with pathfinderchat.com. That is the website to schedule a meeting with Barbara and Phil. And again, don't put it off. And I think the kind of the final message here to kind of close this this out is, you know, no matter 
why you put things off, no matter how long you put things off for, it's not too late to start the planning process, right? That's right. right. Exactly. Yeah, you had, you know, like I said, I, I actually did uh, a meeting with a, one of my clients too uh, this month and two years ago, she came to me because she wanted to retire. And I think I told the story recently on a podcast, but I told her what she needed to say, which was substantial, but she had high income uh, over the next two years. And, you know, believe it, believe it or not, she did it, but that couldn't have been fun. It couldn't have been pretty mm-hmm. because she was under the gun. Yeah. Well, hopefully you learn why it's so important to not procrastinate. And, and hopefully this gives you a little motivation to take that next step and, and try to push through that procrastination and those reasons why you want to put things off. But again, it's so important with your finances to get on top of it as early as possible and as quickly as possible. So no matter where you are, again, pathfinderchat.com is a great place to start. Get that meeting scheduled and start that plan and put it in place. All right, Barbara and Phil, as always, great to hear from you both and appreciate the updates on the economy, inflation, and also procrastination. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, everyone. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.